0: Whenever Jen is ready, guys.
1: We take it beyond the barbell. I'm your host, Modingo. Dingo, and what are you drinking? Well, oh, just water. Yeah, I don't you, have any more beer because you good old CO two. <laughs> what? <laughs> Rice Abroni? What's up, man? <laughs> I'm kind of hungry. It is the San Francisco treat. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of San Francisco, though. Really. They got some good pizza places. I know you like pizza.
2: That's a San Francisco thing.
1: Oh yeah. They got some killer pizza joints up in San oh, Francisco.
2: I thought you meant Rice That too. Well, yeah, the
1: that San Francisco too. Treat. The San Francisco treat.
2: Yeah.
1: That's yeah. the tagline. That was
3: the
0: slogan. Slogan.
2: Yeah. For rice
0: Yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh. But we are talking to someone who has <laughs> not watched Don't Mess with the Zohan yet.
1: So yeah. Sorry, or Blood yet. Sport or Kickboxer. What other epic 80s? You probably haven't seen Spaceballs either.
2: I've only seen part of that. Part? How can you? Oh. All
1: right, guys. It, we, okay. we oh, I'm, sorry. Do- I'm sorry. I'm that, sorry. That's Jenna over there that, that's talking. I don't
0: even know why you said it and making name. me sigh.
1: but um, I need, for those of you that are of a certain age, I need you guys to list off some epic 80s films that Jenna needs to watch before the CrossFit Open begins.
2: I like 70s shows.
1: No, no, no. We, that's not what I said. I said 80s. Uh,
2: Three Company is my favorite show ever, by the way. I own That's, all the that's a television.
1: We're talking movies. Okay. Oh, so
2: look, okay. obviously, it's like I'm training her in class. She just doesn't listen. I mean, I do try to tone you out.
1: <laughs> I, I see
2: that, yeah. Try.
1: Yeah. I, I do think you're doing, I think you're pretty effective. Good.
0: Guys, next time that you see her do a split jerk, just remember she was toning me out. Wow. <laughs>
2: that
1: was
0: really weird.
2: Put Slip, me on blast.
0: Okay, Superman.
2: All right. Anyways
0: what's going on jenna how you been
2: not much i'm pretty good
0: freaking side hustling as she <laughs> took a nap she yeah. took a nap she took a nap between what episodes time is it? it's 10
2: 46 p.m i tried to close my eyes and then i heard you
0: <laughs> 10 46 p.m and
1: eastern standard time i've
2: worked she, hard all day she works hard for the money
0: yep <laughs> that's exactly what. have happened. you seen scarface
2: yeah
1: i okay Wait, I have. so really,
2: I really have.
1: So confe- personal confession. I didn't see Scarface until about five years ago. Okay. Why is that? It just never. Were you scared of it? I, no, it, just, it was just never something. I'd always heard people talk about it. Yeah. It's just something that just never kind of popped up in my opportunity to, to watch. So like, you know, as Netflix and all that stuff became more prevalent, I was like, oh, I need to check this out. Well, actually, I think it was more a buddy of mine had like uh, a yeah. server with a bunch of uh, illegally downloaded uh, movies and stuff like that. Yeah. And I saw it and I was like, oh, let me check it out. I never realized like how many one liners came out of that movie. What's the what's Art. what's the main one liner in the very end of the movie?
2: I was just getting ready to say like are you somebody that is able to like watch a movie once like ten years ago and, and remember then, all the one liners? Oh absolutely. I wow. don't i don't remember that. You know what he says? Say hello to my little friend. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I don't like I don't remember stuff like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, like say hello little, to my little friend and the one, um, Avita,
2: Avita. <laughs> like even Disney movies, like I don't remember. I don't remember
1: like- First off, look. Well, hold on. How did we go from Scarface to Disney?
2: I don't know. That's just what I'm thinking of. Like, even like my childhood- Guys, 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 you you
1: wanted this. You asked for this, Tara. Yeah, you especially. You're the one that advocates the most. Don't get mad because you ain't
0: watching movies that you should. This is like-
2: These these are foundational. I watch the important ones, like Step Brothers or Bridesmaids. Okay, no, those are 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 good. good. But we've seen them. Yeah. Okay.
0: I think what we need to do is we have to. Sorry, create, you guys
2: are so much better than me.
0: Duh! But we have to create.
1: Finally, right? finally she accepts it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we have to create a list of like requirements for her to continue this podcast. Okay. And we'll have to have movie requirements on there. Yeah. Well, you guys can absolutely. follow me to
2: my new podcast.
0: Yeah. Enjoy. <laughs> you have some sweet content with, like nobody talking on it. <laughs> I'll
2: just lay in my bed. It, and do it'll it. just be
1: sounds of the clicks of her texting on her phone.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. I'll be like, hold on one second. Hey,
0: would you all order a pizza? Stop. That's annoying. <laughs> Sorry, Adam.
1: Shout out to Adam. But one thing Jenna does do very diligently uh, uh, is... Um, used to. You take you Now she takes care of her patrons because she always likes to give me a shout out every episode. Yeah. Get your phone up.
2: So shout out to Jamie. Yeah, Tim, yeah. Tim. Gareth. Brody. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle and Rick for uh, all yep. being middle-aged crossfitters. Yeah, you well, guys
0: are welcome. Yeah. I just wanted to give you some of my, my money, my yeah. $5 a month. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. three
2: of those people have swag boxes. Yeah. They're on a different level. Yeah, yeah. So, what do you but, see The
0: shit in them? I'm not kidding. It's legit.
2: They it, might be actually, will they be getting their box by the time they listen to this or no? <laughs>
1: No. Uh, next no. one after this one. Uh, yeah. I, okay, I so you'll
2: be getting your. It's in the mail, bitches. <laughs> yeah, in the mail. Well, yeah, in the mail. There's something wrong with them. But
1: yeah, we really <laughs> appreciate the support that you guys get. I, you know, I, it, it's it's a lot of money. Uh, we appreciate that, but we're trying to make those boxes of value to you, um, because you know, it, one. I mean, we 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 like being able to do this show for you guys, and it's evidenced by the messages that we get. Um, Saying that, like how these shows have affected you or helped you or whatever, but one thing we need you to do with that information is one, share the, share your episodes that have helped you out with a friend, and two, write us a review.
0: Written review. Written review. iTunes. iTunes. Uh, Look, don't make us put out a hit list. Like I well, love well, y'all. We were,
1: we're we're at the point where we're about to like hold this show hostage because we were talking about it. You know, bro had to talk me off the roof. Cause like you know what. We're only going to send these shows to people who've written reviews. Uh,
0: (laughs) Mo did say that. And I just want to let you guys know. mo has
2: been a little crazy since Uh, she got out of the military. So I think he… Yeah, bro
1: came in here. I was sitting in the corner, sharpening my knife with a leather strap.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sighing (laughs) really loud.
1: (laughs) It's like Jenna when she walks in. It's (laughs) like…
2: Because sometimes you just got to let it out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like
2: yoga walking.
1: Yoga walking. Yep. Speaking of which, we still need to find some rage yoga around here.
2: Was that really why, why don't you get, Why don't
1: you host it here? Now you get to drink beer and cuss. Uh, I think we is, that that what, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is that anyways. Yeah, is that we a can marketing? charge money for it? Yeah, <laughs> we'll have the one more rep rage yoga session. How about we get some reviews first? Okay, well, I'm going to rage this shit out on the
0: show. <laughs> <laughs> Jenna's going to be the piñata, and my legs going to be the bat.
1: <laughs> it's going to go straight back to the, your Muay Thai days.
2: <laughs> I've already been that. I had rug burn on my forehead once from him. Playing. Yeah, when we had carpet in here, she attacked me. When you attacked me... It was over a bag of chips, I mean.
0: Yeah. yeah. Huh? Don't take
2: Worth my chips. It. Yeah.
3: Chips to a CrossFitter?
2: I- what? I don't remember.
0: Yeah, because I knocked the shit out of you. <laughs> no, the Patreon's really cool. We get a feed, Jenna. <laughs> uh, which is critical. Obviously, she's, she's trying to fight me for chips. So she's a little hungry
1: here. Yeah. But um, also, some of that money that we get from the Patreon is going to go towards our website that Jenna will be developing.
2: Totally. It's <laughs> it sounded be the super confident. Best ever.
1: Prestige worldwide. Why?
0: Why? I mean, I'll give her credit on this. It, it's probably going to be pretty sweet. So we'll be able to link the Patreon, put some photos up of the previous boxes were sent out to the really cool people that want to <laughs> like our swag um, and also um, links to our episodes, links to the, uh, the vendors who are going to be giving us yeah. items. Oh, yeah,
1: that are supporting you know, us in this effort. Set Protein,
0: yeah. 7.5, barbell, barbell Barbell Brew. brew. Yep. Um, and then we have
1: Jenna Fisher Photography.
0: We're pimping her out, Mo. (laughs) Yes. That's what we can get back at her. She's extorting us for this money because so so we can make her go take pictures. Yeah,
2: I will put a picture of myself in the boxes for them to have. (laughs) (laughs) Who wouldn't want that? That's like worth
0: enough. Well, you know what? I was on the Patreon and I'm telling you that I pay each month and I don't want that.
2: (laughs) You didn't get a swag box. Only only those people are going to get that. And they're surprised. (laughs)
1: <laughs> you just told them. It's well, not a surprise anymore if you tell them.
2: In one week, you always have a photo of me. One week? It's Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. We're sorry. <laughs> I get the recording missed though.
2: We're a couple weeks ahead. Sorry about him.
1: Also, in terms of merch, we um, mm. last opportunity to get those uh, Gen 1 One More Rep podcast shirts from 75 Clothing and make badass gear man. for your badass ventures. Yeah, it's original, Mo. Like, yeah, because there's only a handful left, so...
2: We'll yeah. even sign it.
1: Because we, they've been spotted, geez, at the cross or we, we had our stuff spotted at, we had a patch at the CrossFit Games. Yep. More that was, to... was pretty dope because, and bro reposted it, and it was pretty sweet, Is like, when they're making cuts at the very first workout, what's gonna get you to the end? And it was like, one more rep. I was like, that was sweet. That is sweet. Like, then, I uh, wish I'd have thought of that. Yeah, and then we, our shirts got, got seen at all, the All-Star, All-Star Game, game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Major League Base, or, yeah, American Major League Baseball Game, twice. Um, we all wear them um yeah they've been seen all over the world i wore mine in london the mayhem team mayhem who is back in america Mm -hmm. now welcome to um america land of walmart's what she said home goods and target chipotle was the first place they visited oh really to eat yeah team mayhem there you go uh australia yeah australia
0: you know um even uh you know we got to get one is for brian collins we got he has one we've got to get one for his donkey we do. We have to go and throw his donkey,
1: Moe. Actually, like, by this time, yeah, they'll, they'll, I'll have I'll, I'll worn mine in Sweden. Do um, we have anybody in Canada? Yeah, we don't have anybody in Canada. Yeah, we have people. I don't think they've worn. Damn clearly. it. I didn't, Mel, yeah, Mel Canada. just came back from Canada. I, I, I didn't it tell was, her to take her shirt. Damn
2: yeah, it. Doesn't I know count. people in Canada. It's America's That's hat. It.
1: Okay. So,
2: Jenna,
0: you don't know anybody. <laughs>
2: <laughs> A lot of people know me. <laughs> this
0: is true. Yeah. I mean, you have some good hashtags, I must say
1: but yeah uh get those shirts while they're hot um and as soon as all those are consumed then the gen 2 will shirt shirt will uh soon be on the shelves um and those ones will include jenna on
0: them <laughs> the lazy fuck <laughs> wow the
1: only stick figure that you'll ever see sitting, sitting down. down yep with a cell phone
0: no i think it's wally crushed it i'm excited to see i can't wait
1: it, it is funny because it's all started as a joke yeah. And now they're actually gonna happen. So that's actually pretty sweet. You know what that sounds like? <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> yeah, 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 no joke. <laughs> Random text message in October of 2017. That's crazy, has man. Has led us to So what episode is this? This is eighty-four. Holy crap. And we're man. almost to forty thousand downloads. Right there for K. Um, I haven't ever since Podbean upgraded their stuff, I can't see like where what countries we've been downloaded in anymore, but I think we pretty much conquered everything except like antarctica i'm sure we got something there world, domination, <laughs> world dude.
0: domination i knew it was gonna happen like you know mo asked me i was apprehensive but once i was all in i was all in and you know i don't want to settle for anything but less than world domination and now that we're on world domination the only way we can spread our love right we gotta get you guys sharing our episodes share our content i mean it's it helps i mean i can't really emphasize that enough we have a lot of recent episodes were over 500 downloads, which is pretty nuts. It used to take us, I remember when our very first episode hit 500 downloads, but we had released like 30.
1: Yeah, we were probably 30 or 40 episodes. Eight months in before we reached that milestone. On
0: on one, now we're getting. And now within a month, we're
1: we're close to almost averaging 400 per month um, per episode now. Um, That's kind of weird. And then even, because like the first episode, it would take about a week to get 100. Now we're getting 100 within 24 hours. More, you know, in excess oh, of hundred. Yeah,
0: I mean, less than that. I'm mean, literally we release you guys release it that night. I wake up next morning, we're almost right at two hundred right away, which is pretty sweet. Um, so basically, we're kind of a big deal. <laughs> no, I think it's it's cool because you know before Jenna was part of this
2: podcast, <laughs> <laughs> no one <laughs> liked it. No one downloaded. Wow. I mean, maybe that's why there's so many downloads. I don't think it's a coincidence.
0: You know, I did set myself up for that the other day. And uh, it's a pretty valid point, but I really don't think it has anything to do with it. So, oh.
1: yeah. So,
2: but yeah. Just an idea. Just an idea.
1: Um, no, but, I, yeah, all those messages. Like, I mean, you, might, you guys might be sitting listening and thinking, like, we're not going to read them. Well, one, we read them. And two, they actually do mean a lot because, you know, we do this for free. We do this for fun. We do this because we like to just talk about things that, you know, are burning our asses within the community. And this is an opportunity for us to kind of share our feelings and thoughts. So and my to, ass is a burner. <laughs> so, so to get like your feedback, whether you agree or disagree, it's cool to know that you guys are listening because right now, you know, it's what, almost 11 o'clock on a Thursday and there's just three of us sitting here in the-
0: No, we're standing.
1: Or i sorry, we're standing, genesis sitting. sitting. <laughs> you know, we're, we're, we're sitting here just recording, you know, just kind of, you know, talking about whatever the subject of the day, but knowing like- in a week or sorry two weeks for this one you guys are going to be listening to this and then actually thinking about what we have to say you know, share your feedback because that's what keeps us going yeah because it's it's kind of hard to what as bro just mentioned this previously it's kind of hard to think that you guys are out there listening to us quote right now because you guys aren't in front of us so well you ain't heard what we said yet <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, we're
0: fucking, we're in the, you, we're in the future, baby. You ain't, you ain't.
1: Are we time travelers?
0: Bro, I think we are. <laughs> that could
2: be the next shirt.
0: Jenna's our Klingon. <laughs> oh my God. We found her in She's like- she got two hearts. Uh, yeah, a, a black one and a black one. Yeah, uh-huh. so we're basically, we're talking to you before you know we're talking to, to you. you. Yeah. That's some
1: freaky shit. But we knew we were going to talk to you and that's why we're talking to you. And we know what we said before you know what we said. <laughs>
2: I need another girl on here. <laughs> These guys are weird.
1: Okay, you can have anybody you want except LaVonna.
2: <laughs>
1: and I can say that to LaVonna with, with nothing but love because she's like my sister and I've known her for a long time.
0: And LaVonna was laughing as soon
1: as you said that. I'm predicting that. And I don't even know what happened,
0: Mo, because I can see into the future because we time, we time travel.
1: So kind of speaking of time travel, that kind of pertains to the subject that we're talking about today. Man, it's definitely evolved from... Yeah.
0: When I started.
1: Yeah, absolutely for me. When'd you start? What year? Two
3: thousand. Oh wow, you go that far back. Oh, no, I didn't no, I'm that. thinking out loud. Oh. <clears throat> Man, it was the first year of
0: regionals in Columbus.
1: That before it was right in Columbus or Cincinnati?
0: Columbus and it was right it was after the we had sectionals.
1: Uh huh.
0: We're I and then the first around. time a regionals, yeah, yep, So yep. So I mean, well, hell, yeah. I've been I've been a trainer for a freaking let's see, I just well, have six, I I, I had five my five year like seven, six, yeah. nine, ten years, mm. ten years. I don't know. Do the math. Two thousand ten.
1: Yeah, I started two thousand March two thousand nine was yeah. my first workout, and then slowly accepted my fate, you know, over the next six months. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and became a CrossFitter boat. Um, what about you, Jenna?
2: I don't know. I'm looking it up. I kind of forget. It's been a minute.
0: Just another think, excuse for get on her damn I firm. think
2: seven years.
0: Seven years? Well, let's think how long you've been. So we've been here. I don't f- know when I well, moved you, here. No, but we've been here. You've been here five and a half. You were at our previous gym for uh, Was it two, two, or three years? two years. years. So seven and a half. And then, how long did you do
1: it back yeah, in, before you in Tennessee? In, in,
2: I didn't. I don't know. Maybe like when, when you were a couple months. When
1: you got upset because the quote old ladies were swinging more uh-huh. weight than you.
2: Yeah,
1: those are our last gym. Yeah. Probably still beat her, but today, you know, talking about that time travel <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> fundamentals, uh, fundamentals, foundations, foundations, baseline Athletic training, athlete training course. Yeah, baseline is a little got, different. It's got multiple different names, but fundamentals in the sense of basically a intro to CrossFit, supposedly. Supposedly, um, well, how do you define fundamental? As foundation, as bro today, like how would you identify a fundamentals course?
0: Um, constantly varied uh, functional movement performed at high
1: intensity across broad time and modal domains. Yeah. <laughs> no.
0: um, So foundations or what we call athlete training course to me is a introduction to a vast array of movements that we use on a daily basis Mm -hmm. in here um, and teaching them the proper mechanics and uh, giving them the proper, teaching the proper skills to achieve these movements that we use
1: frequently in here. So kind of like in layman's term, like a CrossFit 101. One the CrossFit for us, yeah. right?
0: Because I for know, your gym for yeah. our gym, you know, we cover like obviously we can't cover every single movement we do in here mm-hmm. all the time, so we take our the critical ones you like know, the nine foundation. Day one Olympics, we is yeah. a squat series for us, so you know air squat because pretty much
1: front squat, overhead squat. So. It, it, yeah, there's there's lots of transfer, a skill transfer with yeah. the squat. Yeah.
0: Squat every day in here. I mean. If I poop three times a day, I'm squatting, squatting yeah. three yeah. times a day. And Jenna, she poops about 18 times a day, so she squats Sounds about, like an AMRAP. She squats nine times a day because she hovers. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. Um, so to me, that's what it is. It's something… It's an introductory course. It gives you a… Um, you know, they call it foundations because it's obviously supposed to be the very beginning mm-hmm. of the building of your CrossFit career mm-hmm. uh, or… Or
1: your, anything for that matter. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's your your uh indoctrination into a thing or like if you look at a house you know it's built on a foundation foundation. right
0: so that's kind of what to build something to build off of obviously that's what foundation is but so to me that's what it is is that's what we use it for and we kind of build off of that Mm -hmm. you're definitely not um
1: an expert when you leave oh absolutely not i mean and i don't i would well okay i hope quote i hope that no one would ever one expect to be an expert after a foundations course and two i don't hope any a facility would advertise that you will be an expert after a foundation course because all foundations are are just your basic tool sets in order to be able to, to do a thing
0: well so when you go to the academy it's ohio basic police officer Ca- Ple- ohio basic police officer academy mm-hmm. basic training mm-hmm. basic 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 mm-hmm. that's you're basically giving the smallest amount of information to sell, set yourself up for you know, future use and to build off of that and to accomplish a higher standard of what you were introduced mm-hmm. to a while ago.
1: So much like any other thing, like, uh, or like you know, for me in the military, I had to go through basic training or like when I started my new job, like uh, there was a orientation course.
0: Was your basic training black and white?
1: yeah black and white and um everybody wore green <laughs> wooden barracks prison showers yeah metal trays all that good stuff soap on a rope soap on a rope <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, actually my my uh, my training instructor uh david staten i don't know if he even i doubt he listens to this show but uh he actually wound up becoming a pretty baller dude so it was cool to know like in the future, that I was raised, quote, in the Air Force by like a, a legitimate badass, but showers were the least of his concerns. So he made us do something called the car wash. It's was basically all the um, it, the the shower was like in a U shape, and he would turn and he made us turn on all the the heads, and he, we, we would have through. to walk through and soap up and just keep walking through the whole thing. So like for six weeks, like we got the extent we probably got like a forty-five second shower every day. <laughs> I would suck. I love long showers. <laughs>
2: Me too.
1: And it has to be like hot. Yeah. Oh, no. We weren't allowed to use hot water because hot water makes steam and the steam would get on the ceiling. And then the ceiling, when the water would dry, because the water was so bad in Texas that it would leave little spots. So when you have an inspection from another drill instructor and they would see the dry spots from the water drips Mm -hmm. on the ceiling, like you'd get a demerit. So we weren't allowed to use hot Mm -hmm. water.
0: (laughs) Well, in that case, 45 seconds sounds
1: great. (laughs) if we were if we, if we were lucky, we got to use like warm water. That was like a huge thing. Like, oh, oh, it's not freezing. I'm not all shoveled up. <laughs> yeah <exactly.
2: laughs> I'm not meant for that life.
1: it's It's not as hard as you think, obviously, if I did it for as long as I did. Oh, but anyway, going back to our topic. so foundations, did you have, I didn't have a foundations course that I can recall. I remember going in. And for reference, like my first workout was the Filthy Fifty. I almost quit during the workout. I think it was three rounds of Cindy, um, and they just basically I had a instructor pinned to my hip, and they because the community was kind of small. It was here on the base, here at Wright Pat. Um, they knew I was new, and they just kind of like would pin me down to an instructor for like first couple of weeks, and then so I kind of got a live fire one on one sort of a. Uh, Foundations, but it wasn't anything like I've seen today where like in your instance, it's four weeks? Mm, it's six it's six sessions. Six, okay, six classes. Over two weeks. Okay. I always think yours is so much longer for some reason.
0: Well, it's about nine hours, nine and a half hours of one on one training.
1: But yeah, back in the day, I don't think and did you you said you didn't have an on-ramp class, right? No, I did a baseline test. Yeah, was, I didn't get taught damn
0: thing. Uh-huh. I was on a rower, I did burpees. I remember doing a shoulder over uh, push press with a empty barbell. I'm sure I was doing it horribly wrong, uh-huh. um, but honestly, it was a. They charge you a shit ton of money for it, and I didn't get a damn thing and learn nothing.
1: I, yeah, I think back in the day, I did
0: a workout for basically 150 bucks. Yeah, is what I did, and didn't
1: know what you were doing. So stupid. Back in the day, I think when all this started, when someone when you had some fresh meat or someone new came in, like the, it seemed like the common. Uh, method of behavior was to try and break somebody off, you know, see how hard you can punish them. And then, uh, especially if like they were your friends, like you would just break them off from the rip, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like the strike zone was super wide. And, uh, but I think that was just kind of like the culture of CrossFit back in the day. <laughs> like when we were still in like industrial spaces and we didn't have bathrooms and it's just like real rustic kind of, uh, grungy, yeah, black know. and white homepage Didn't Cross use paper is. after you took a shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that was just collectively like how, quote, how it was back then. Yeah. Because I think people just wanted to get you into the class. And I don't think it was out of malice, but I don't think anyone had actually taken the time to realize the value of having a non ramp class.
0: It, it, yeah i'm so it's changed for some but not all unfortunately but mm-hmm. yeah my my foundations was literally i did a workout a it was, was his crossfit baseline um learned, i've never done that yeah i don't even remember it just it, i learned nothing uh and it, it showed i i sucked and i didn't know what I, was doing. I had to teach myself how to do a pusher
1: and you were coming from martial arts
0: i was no i was i was way out of that. I came from um, just regular conventional Globo Gym type back and buy
1: chest and try. Skip leg day. Always skip leg day.
0: <laughs> I wonder why my squat was so weak. And um, I had some huge triceps though. <laughs> Seriously, it was, it was pretty sweet. Gotta <laughs> okay, get them bad boys back. But, um, you know, I uh, that's all it was as a baseline. It was, it was a joke to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. So,
1: it, But again, you know, going back to that whole you don't know bullshit. what you don't know. Yeah, yeah.
0: You're right. I thought it was I guess maybe I didn't think it was stupid then, but I definitely think it's ridiculous now because holy crap, it was just, I can't believe, I couldn't imagine having someone come in here and doing that.
1: Yeah, but, and again, there's no requirement to become a gym owner. So again, if you don't know, you don't know what you should do. Yeah. You know, again, it was different. We, you know, At that point in our respective careers, CrossFit hadn't even been around, quote, 10 years by then because it's wow. officially... I mean, well, on paper, it's listed as being created like around what, 2002 or something like that. Yeah, I don't know the official. somewhere in the early 2000s. So, I mean, we're, we're not even in our 10 year point at that point. So it's kind of like when you're a brand new parent, you do the best you can, you know, because like my, my first son, like, you know, it was like, it was almost like having him wrapped in a bubble. But like by the time my daughter showed up, like, you know, I was letting her pick a binky up off the ground <laughs> and probably dropped her a few times and, you know, just, the aperture becomes a lot different. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Did you have a foundation, Jenna? At uh, my, my first gym, I had, it, was, it wasn't really like a foundations. It was, um, I, I think we paid to go, like, and it was only a couple of us. And I just remember like learning, this is snatch grip. This is a clean grip. And that's like, honestly, all I remember. Then they talk about the knurling. Yeah, yeah. And, like, what knurling was, like, about the bar. (laughs) So pivotal. But... These
1: are needle bearings. These are ball bearings.
2: It's just (laughs) funny because, like, I didn't even get coached, and I was just trying to think, like, back when I was at that gym, and it was, like, I remember they were doing wall walks in the workout, and I obviously had no idea what that was.
1: Mm -hmm. Because you come from soccer background, right?
2: And I just remember this guy was, like... Trying to help me like mid workout, but he's like, just don't do it. And I'm like, no one was there to help me, but like, (laughs) now knowing now, or no, what I now knowing what I know now, wow, uh, it's just crazy, yeah. And then at um, the last gym that we read, I obviously didn't have any training really (laughs) either, but it was just like, watch and learn
1: for. The first time I think I saw anyone even offer something close to an on-ramp class was maybe around 2011, maybe 2012 was the first time I ever even saw a reference to something like that. Yeah, that's when they started calling it on-ramp. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, or, or any kind of training like, well, for new people. On-ramp
0: was a pretty big key term, you mm-hmm. know, and it's, some people still use that, some people use foundation, some people call it whatever the hell they want, uh-huh. in- intro. 101. I, I did
2: have my first squat athlete training course
0: <laughs> <just> <laughs> Yeah, the, a couple, just couple weeks months. ago. Yeah, I gave Jenna. Okay. She's squat like, University? It was so, it was crazy. I have the videos of it, man. Like, maybe I can post them up. You ever find that one overhead squat video that you did I told you to look up? Yeah. To give people like, hey. The before not, and after. I've posted it a couple of
2: times. I think. But
0: not on the one more rep. Oh, uh, yeah. Exactly. You gotta be on the one rep. But, yeah, I gave Jenna the old, I, I literally Broke down her air squat and, and applied it to whatever. You know, we already know about her extended hip issue, mm-hmm. but um, I think we hit a good, good little groove on that. And hopefully, she uses the stuff I taught her, which she probably won't. Mm-hmm. But you know, which is to be expected. Yeah, I,
1: yeah. <laughs> I she, said that so calmly. <laughs> no, she doesn't suck. She's she just, just doesn't, doesn't listen. Listen,
2: yeah,
1: she's terrible. <laughs> what, what, who is it? Your alter ego? <laughs> Linda? Linda? Linda, yeah. <laughs> when Linda, Linda rears her ugly head. Next time. Well, go- maybe maybe since the Open is in October, Linda won't show up.
2: You know what, though? People Linda are starting welcome. to call me Linda that don't even go here. Like, <laughs> Carolyn will be like, hey, Linda, or whatever. Like, <laughs> like what?
1: So, yeah, Linda is the um, the daddy Mufasa that shows up uh, when Jen starts to have self-doubt. Yeah. This the, the the same Jenna Fisher. What workout was it that she cried? Went to the bathroom, her, double wonder, Came back out, finished it, and still did better than I did.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I suck. Oh my god! First of all, I didn't sound like that. I'm like she's
0: crying, and she's and doing. Like, and she's get out doing, of the bathroom! No, this is, she's doing double wonders. She's crying. I'm like, what's wrong? I don't deserve. i I'm not good enough.
2: I suck. Oh my like, god! You're just making it sound like it's a movie. This is what happened. And voice. I'm talking like you. you mean? <laughs> sounds just like me.
0: <laughs> well, uh, no, anyways. So, literally, she's breaking down crying and she's doing double wonders and like she stops and it's like uh, so dramatic. And she is runs to the music playing in the background. Violence. It's raining outside. Yeah, <laughs> only over Jenna, though. There's a cloud over Jenna. Sarah McLaughlin <MacLachlan's> playing. <laughs> yes. In the eyes of a <laughs> The, uh, as Jenna runs to the bathroom, the clouds fall on her. Yeah. Lightning strikes her in the ass. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I literally cancel.
0: <laughs> but yeah, no, it's <laughs> we're the were we <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: uh, foundations. Foundations. About my ear squat, and then Linda got brought up. Yeah, Linda got brought <laughs> up.
1: But so obviously, you know, you don't know what you don't know, and, and with most things, we hope there's an evolutionary process involved in order to improve safety, performance, all that good stuff. So we started seeing the on-ramps and athlete training courses become more prevalent. Um, You said you didn't have one at your previous gym. I didn't have one. Um, So when I started, when I
0: started, I didn't have one. uh And then uh, the last gym we were at, they didn't offer one either.
1: So why do you think that these things became, I don't remember who coined the term on-ramp. I've, I've heard someone credit matter. it with doesn't it. matter, but I'm just saying. Yeah, you know, but someone you know coined it as as far as on ramp and, and the purpose of it, you know, to basically give people the training that they needed to be able to perform successfully, like you said, and, and achieve you know whatever fitness goals they have within the CrossFit uh, lexicon. But
2: and these you're using
1: some big words. Last well, I've been those, drinking this Mitchers, man. No,
2: I need a dictionary.
1: <laughs> so, but uh, so why do you think that this? So that someone at some point was like. This needs to be a thing.
0: Yeah. You want me to tell you who that is? Coaches. Coach that run in a class and they have to break out the PVC pipe every single day to break down a snatch for the entire class because they've never been taught how to snatch, mm-hmm. but there's snatches in the workout. Mm-hmm. You do that every week. You do it for the clean every week. You do it for a thruster every week. You do it for every single movement. Every How many times a week? I'm just saying like if you snatch once a week and you clean once a week and you thrust once a week and you it. But just one up.
1: class per day? What do you mean? It's like every class though. Yeah, every
0: class. Every class. Literally, you know, I'm a huge advocate of teaching and I think teaching is critical. But the person who came up with this had to get frustrated. Mm -hmm. Had to be like, there has to be a better way to do this. (laughs) Because this is bullshit. I can't do this anymore. If I break a PVC pipe out one more time, I swear to God, I'm I'm going to hit somebody with it. I'm going to put it through Sally's freaking eye. Okay? And I'm going to pull it out and I'm going to bash her head in with it. Mm -hmm. And it's not because she, he hates Sally. It's because
1: you get it's, it's just, frustrated retraining the same thing over and over to different people.
0: Because you're not taking the time to invest in them. So I'm mm-hmm. literally taking my head. I'm going up to a brick wall. I'm smashing the brick wall with my freaking head over and Five over Five times again. a day. And not only that, then you got people who are more advanced. They're, they're smashing their head against the wall, too, because they're like, I know what a snatch grip is. Uh-huh. I'm not saying that people can't learn. I know what a hook grip. I know the position. And I get that. That can be frustrating. The people who are douchebags, they they made it known how big of douchebags they were. Mm-hmm. And then the people who were, didn't need it, right? They weren't saying anything, but you know it's kind of annoying to them too.
1: But kind of flipping that coin though, that person that has to slow down the class in order to get they that feel training. Bad, yeah. I would venture to guess, you're brand new. Like you said, someone walks into a CrossFit gym, you know, there's, Girls pissing on the floor. There's doing double unders. There's guys dying. Someone's hanging out the back bay window puking. There's metal playing. There's things hitting the ground.
2: And his name's Pat Cron.
1: <laughs> and you're this new Crossfitter and you see all this stuff. The last thing you want to do is slow down the class and say, I don't know how to do this. Yeah. So then, it, you know, it, it, I could really easily see how that one particular person would be very reluctant to speak up and say, raise their hand and say, I need help.
0: It's the same guy, same type of guy who, you know, he's making notes on a piece of paper and the wind blows and blows it off his desk. He's like, you know, it'd be really cool if we put some sticky shit on the back of this (laughs) and put it on my desk so that it didn't happen. He's like, boom, millionaire. Millionaire, right there. So same type of guy, just different outcome. He didn't become a millionaire because it don't matter what you coin, but I swear to God, he probably saved a lot of people's lives by doing it. Mm -hmm. Because he didn't kill people with PVC pipes, Mm -hmm. he was frustrated. (laughs) So, but yes, it was. It was. It started. uh, It caught a little bit of fire. Everybody Mm -hmm. was on the on ramp train now, you know. And but just like CrossFit, (laughs) everybody can run their on ramps a little different.
1: And you know, again, we've said multiple times the way CrossFit proper works is you pay for the ability to use the name CrossFit in your naming convention. That's it. And that, and you get two emails a year. Yep. And, that's, and one of those is which is saying, hey, your $3,000 is due. Well, depending on when you're affiliated, but I'd say for most of us, it's $3,000. Mm-hmm. I only know a hand. I know one guy that pays us? 500 a year. Yeah, I was
2: going to say us. Us?
1: Uh, the collective. You, I'm saying the most, collective.
2: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 that's
1: no. Oh, no. he's, no. um, he's been working. He's been working. Don't you put that evil on me.
2: <laughs> Ricky Bobby.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's been working.
2: <laughs> Don't you put that
1: evil
0: on me. But, um. Moe's Palace of Pain, CrossFit. <laughs> the Pain Cave, in. CrossFit. Huh? Inc. Oh. Yeah.
1: But, you know, aside from that, there's, you're not told what to do. So that's, you know, and Bro has admitted this is the only libertarian thing that he believes in.
0: <laughs> it's literally the, <laughs> the only one in my life. And I mean, it's still pain to me.
1: But uh, CrossFit does not tell you what to do. They just basically tell you there's maybe a handful of things you can't do and that has to do with maybe the use of the word CrossFit in certain manners or particular ways, but they don't teach you how to run your courses. They don't teach you how to run your business mm-hmm. and it's all left to the individual and that can be good and bad sometimes because it just is. You're kind of, it's almost like the wild, wild west.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If you guys, and know you guys have seen bad gyms and been to bad gyms because you've messaged us that you've been to bad gyms. So there you go. That's one aspect. Then you find a good gym. There's the other side of it. And there's a bunch of shit in between.
1: Yeah, The, the, the one thing that I've never, it's never really rested well with me is just the, the, the prevailing thought from HQ is that, quote, the cream will rise to the top. To me, that's kind of like it, yeah. saying, you know, well, let's just sacrifice all these people and let's see who the best is. You know, that's okay if you're in Roman times and you're trying to win battles. But, <laughs> you know, but in days like this where we have running water and internet. You know, I, I, I don't know that there's a lot wrong with providing maybe a little bit of guidance. You know, to, to one, maintain the integrity of what yeah. it is we're trying to profess to other people in terms of a fitness methodology. And two, just for, to protect your brand, you know?
0: Well, if your
1: brand is to... When I, when I say brand, I mean CrossFit proper. I get, yeah,
0: what I'm saying though, but if, if your brand as Glassman is just the name, mm-hmm the definitions mm-hmm. the the outline mm-hmm. everything else in the middle is kind of like a free for all so it's like a mosh pit it literally is you know crossfit provides this bubble and everything inside of it can it's it's literally like thunderdome and <laughs>
1: Two Who's man, the king of Bartertown, Town? Two men into <laughs> one,
0: one man, man leave. Have you seen that, seen Jenna? It. Nope. <laughs> Dead. That's it, Mo. Go get my gun. Oh, I got two guns in there today. We're both. We're gonna do some freaking uh, Boondock Saints in the in the courtroom. We're just doing. Have it. you seen that either? Dead. <laughs> Oh guys, I apologize. I swear on my life. You probably Will.
2: just made someone wreck because you yelled so loud. They, no, they wrecked because they. You didn't see, see Thunderdome,
1: Bo- um, or yeah, you didn't see Mad Max, or you haven't seen Boondock Saints. Sorry, guys. All right, I'll so anybody
0: on, that has the proper ability <laughs> to do social media, We're let us know. Applications. But, yeah, applications, and you have to have seen these movies. But no, so the bubbles, CrossFit, everything else is mm-hmm. in there. Can go crazy. If that's your model, then that's your model. Like, hey, here it is. Figure it out. If he truly believes the cream rises to the top, that's fine. I get what you're saying, though. It does kind of make sense that if we have evolved, yeah. which we have, but almost but, almost but twenty but years, man. Ha- but who hasn't? I've yeah. said this a thousand times. CrossFit is not evolved. There's, it's the same shit, different day. It's just I get it. But it's twenty years, I man. I get it, dude. Yeah, right. But, but how how long? How old are some of the manuals in the Air Force? I'm just saying, when you go to the military, they're doing shit from the 60s, 40s. 1947. Right. Yeah. The 40s. Like the same, the, the papers fall. You know, what is this guy even doing? I like can't even see the guy, right? Like, you know, but I'm just saying,
1: like, sometimes. It, I, I, I will share this with you. The very first uh, M16 I was issued was older than I was. I'm just saying, that you're it, in the Air it, Force. It probably had bodies on it. But
0: it makes sense, though. If you're, if you're in the Air Force and you have an M16, and you well, need
1: but to this was—I I was issued my first M sixteen in to Yeah, Air Force is more known for their fighter jets. Yeah, we're the only I, branch that sends our officers off to fight. <laughs> wow! <laughs> 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 the nineteen-year-old airman tells the twenty-two-year-old captain, "Bring my jet back in one piece." <laughs> that's
0: right. <laughs> but um, so yeah, if that's his model, then I can kind of see that. But I do see Mo's. Uh, it's a very good point. It's if you could give some instruction so that uh, my, we've talked about this a hundred thousand times, giving people a bad experience in CrossFit one time. One ruins, time, that's all CrossFit yeah. for them forever. And Jenna, their families and friends. Jenna yeah. shared it about her brother. He still won't try it again.
2: Yeah, he went to a gym in Miami um, when he lived there and...
0: Which was a big step for him. Yeah, but.
2: I was like super excited because he was timid about it and he tried it and they just weren't very welcoming and uh, he just felt kind of like lost a little bit too mm-hmm. and ignored a little bit because mm-hmm. they were very clicky. So I was like, that's not how it's supposed to be. Yeah, like I, we, I, I seriously We not, haven't
1: got that message before.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right. uh-huh. Never. Um, I didn't, like wanted to message them though because it just made me mad because that Well, that was like when I told him. you I
1: went to New York last year and I messaged them like the gym, the gym was literally across the street from my hotel. I was like, Hey, you know what, what's your, what's your hours? What's your drop in? I want to come get a workout in just say hi, blah, blah. blah. Like it's been a year and a half and the dude still hasn't responded. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it. it's it. So, yeah. Uh, so, like,
1: you said your course is four? Six sessions. Six sessions. Over two weeks. Over so we two weeks, Monday, Wednesday, okay.
0: Friday. Um, like nine, nine and a half hours, one-on-one.
1: Okay. And you're, you sometimes have a couple athletes, but they tend to be relatively small, like four, four or less? Four or less. Okay. Why do you, have you ever like had such an influx where you've had to kind of fluctuate that or work with it to try and squeak, we, maintain that ratio?
0: The, the most we ever did was six, but it was, you know, after that, it was literally, you got to hear it to the four. We'll just have to wait. We'll roll, in, roll you into the next class. Mm-hmm. Another thing we changed was like, we used to run them. Like if we get someone signed up, right? And it's a two-week session, we'd run a training course. Like say they signed the first of the month or whatever for whatever reason, do a training course. We get someone mid month, we'd run another training course and then we have more people. So we were running like back to back to six back. Six to eight straight weeks of training course and they were like, that's in, it. In that's addition enough. to everything else.
1: Yeah. You know? Running your business, yeah, doing all the back end stuff and coaching.
0: Yeah. Not that I don't, not that i mind it, but it's, it's just, you're, it's adding about two hours to your day mm-hmm. on the back end of it. Yeah. And so and it takes a lot
1: of attention. It, it's
0: ve- yes, absolutely. Uh, people don't, you're getting the, some people have zero- You don't know their fitness
1: IQ. Yeah, yeah they have,
0: most people, a lot of people have zero idea on how to even, what, how to even hold a barbell, mm-hmm. right? So definitely, and then, uh, so if you've never trained a lot of classes and you, if you are truly into it, it does zap the shit out of you mentally. It's, it's pretty challenging. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these coaches I've seen out there, they're getting hit with like three, four classes in a row. Your standard of training goes way down. Honestly, by your third, fourth class, you're not, there's no way that you have the exact attention to detail at that point. It's just impossible.
1: Because you get mentally
0: tired. Absolutely. Yeah. If you're coaching. And uh, if you're babysitting, you can do it all day long. And um, <laughs> this is the reality of No, it, it is mean. true. Yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah. Go watch them, run around, swing on stuff. Oh, great job. Good job. Yeah. Awesome job. Keep it up. You're it, doing great. Three, two, one, go. Like, it's like... Yeah, during my coaching
1: tenure, I absolutely avoided at all costs coaching back-to-back classes. Like, I would rather prefer to coach, take a break, and then coach another class just because I needed time to recover mentally. Yeah, for sure. I can see that. Um, So...
2: It's crazy seeing, like, people... Just because, like, I didn't have one and, like, seeing people that have gone through one, like, how much faster they learn stuff, too. And they'll be like— Because wish- your,
1: your, your fitness IQ is that much higher. Yeah,
2: and they'll be like, I yeah. wish I could snatch, like, 100 pounds or whatever already. I'm like, dude, it literally took me, like, two years to do that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, have you ever—or has anyone ever asked to do on-wrap that has come into your facility that has some CrossFit experience? Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, and I've even recommended it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that this is the unfortunate part of what we were talking about. Not every foundation or on ramp or we call ours athlete training course, it you know, because I always go against the grain for whatever reason. But, um, unfortunately, it is a side. It's a side effect. I've had, man, I've had numerous people from other gyms come in. I've had people, and what's crazy to me is I've had uh, one person that was a then done CrossFit for three years mm-hmm. at a gym. Come to ours, and they desperately needed it, and they wanted to go through it, and they, yes. they, they were just like we've talked. They were yeah. pushed aside, always on the same band, never taught. They just wasn't didn't fit to what they wanted to coach. Mm-hmm. Just wasn't that person. Just discarded. But oh, here, make sure you pay me, and make sure your payment or are
1: paying. And, How did that conversation go?
0: The person that they they came with was doing. Needed it. They had never, they had zero CrossFit mm-hmm. experience. After explaining what we actually do, they're like, hey, can I actually do that? I'm like, okay. You know, I thought you have been doing CrossFit for three years. Let's talk. Yeah. And they're like, well, I, I, maybe I can learn something. I tell you what, man, that's why, honestly, we used to put on our website, like, if you have six months or more CrossFit experience, you don't have to go through it. You can and test that, out. <laughs> doesn't happen anymore <laughs> yeah. because unfortunately I see people with that mm. 6 months to me they're still that come from uh, some other gyms there's there're literally a train wreck coming in here mm. and they have to go through it it's so, it's pretty bad it, it's a conversation like hey you know I know you've been doing crossfit for a while mm. but I truly believe that if you go through our course you're going to gain so much knowledge that you're going to appreciate it. And everybody's really receiving. And I, you know, I, I'm so anti-selling it. If I don't think they need a training course, mm-hmm. they don't need a training course. But I also get some people in here where they have, um, let's say they, they have a good squat and they can, they know how to move properly, but their Olympic lifting's off. Mm-hmm. I'll say, hey, why don't you just go ahead and stop in? We have training course going on. Come this, on the X come, day. Come, come Wednesday. I don't even, they don't pay anything. Come Wednesday, jump in. Cause I think you're going to learn. We actually just did this with someone that came mm-hmm. from another gym. I think you're going to learn a lot from this and it's going to help you out. But it doesn't only help them out, it helps me out. The post-it note guy, that's Mm -hmm. me. I don't, it helps me as a trainer out. that's
1: saving you countless hours down the road in class. Yeah. Not having to readdress And I I want to come back to that. But when you were saying about people that come in. Yeah. And like for me personally, when I've gone to a new facility, I will go through their training course. Because for me, it's a good barometer to see what it is they're training. Mm -hmm. And like you just said, I feel I can always learn something from anything, you know, I, you know, cause like you said, you went to your L2 a year or so ago and you yeah. said you took one knowledge nugget out of there. Yep. Yeah. that's better than nothing. And I, I kind of feel the same way. Like any training is better than no training. Now, I mean, whether I learned something or not, okay, no big deal. It's not gonna, it's not gonna hurt me or anything mm-hmm. like that. But it also gives me an opportunity to like interact with the coaches and kind of see I have to assume that the coach that is placed in front of me is indicative of the culture and what it is that that particular facility has to bring to me right. as a customer. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of, like I said, that's my, it's my kind of acid test. Um, I'm not saying anybody has to do it, but for me, it's a really good barometer and it's um, and in the event, like I experience something that isn't conducive to what I'm looking for. In a CrossFit culture, then i i get out i get out cheap, you know. I can then I can maybe pers- you know if it's just something like I'm not totally down with, then I'm like, okay, well, maybe I need to go somewhere else. Yeah, if they're on Instagram while they're supposed to be teaching <laughs> how to squat, sitting in the middle of the class on their cell phone, yeah, y- or or sitting in the office checking uh, paying bills or whatever, yeah, that's not cool. No. So, going back to the point where you mentioned earlier, you said you have re- recommended maybe some people go through the athlete training course or maybe a portion of it. But sometimes there is a cost affiliated with that. Yeah. Um, at some facilities. Um, you, it's, it's included in their membership here.
0: Mm. Oh, you, it's, it's on top. Yeah, it's when, on top, okay. When we first opened, we didn't charge for it mm-hmm. because we looked at it as a- The benefit. value. The value to us was- to allow class to run more smoothly and to allow um kind of ramp them up to our speed mm-hmm. but so they mo- had, they knew the movement patterns even though they still kind of struggle with technique mm-hmm. they knew the movement patterns and that was huge for us to train because when we started up like we had 25 people start when we opened the gym mm-hmm. 18 of them had never done CrossFit before mm-hmm. so that was our biggest obviously training course but there's no way around it was, it, it, it week, was day zero. Yeah. Day zero, week you know, one and two. So, you know, that was kind of changed. And then we ended up charging, charged 50, I think after like six months, we charged 50 bucks. And that was more of a, they can't agree to a $50 additional fee. They're not going to really stay with CrossFit. Okay. that's So it was more of like yeah. a financial okay, the deposit. Deposit almost. And then um, we actually started charging. We're 120 right now, which... Mm-hmm. We didn't want to charge a full membership on top of a full membership.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Like basically charging double.
0: Yeah, but then the value, in my opinion, and you know me, and everybody should know me by now, like I'm not sitting here trying to nickel and dime anybody. You're not making it
1: rain up in here?
0: No, not yet. Maybe drizzle. Yeah, a little drizzle. (laughs) No, I think I'm not here to nickel and dime people. Mm -hmm. It's more of, uh, I very rarely, (laughs) I very rarely value my time through financial like
1: validate your time through financial uh, yeah uh, very
0: rarely yeah. but honestly nine
1: nine, nine hours is a long nine time. And that's, nine a, half that's hours. a duty day right yeah. and so
0: and it's it's too, sorry
1: that's a work day i have to change my yeah, my so i anymore. can't say duty anymore
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but it's only that but it is a one-on-one thing mm-hmm. so it's kind of like we're trying to make it affordable at the same time you know honestly we could pro- honestly the, the content you get and the, the stuff instruction you get it's well worth more than that but i think 120 is a proper price point where it's fair mm-hmm. to both sides and that's what i care about like i don't feel bad about because you do have coaches here
1: aside from yourself and angie and, and to subject them to that
0: well no <laughs> only angie and i do oh the okay and
1: okay. To- but, but if you had an other coaching staff like to to not compensate them for that intensity yeah. of time yeah that nine hour course would uh
0: that'll never change and mm-hmm. for the fact of what you said earlier you kind of touched on it um on a side is you want to get to know the coach mm-hmm. like we want to get to know the member like
1: that's a hell of a time to do it it is it's yeah. great you
0: learn so much about the person like so there's, that's that's pr- that's pretty smart so like you get to find out so because there's there's downtime in it we're doing some mobility we're chit chatting. And you kind of, you know, use, they're more open. It's a... They're vulnerable at that point. Vulnerable. You're in a very small group. Okay. It's... it's, it's not a v- lot of barriers. You know. Not, you know, not a bunch of people that are jacked up, you know, working... working and, Peeing on themselves. <laughs> or <laughs> on the other people. <laughs> Walking territory over here. Um, I've ever had to replace three of my mats. But, um... So, you get to learn a lot you about... You still have them
1: because I actually need some for my backyard. Yeah,
0: they're gone, man. It's like acid. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of B in there. But um, the, what you get to learn about them is really cool. Then you also get to teach them. And the, another positive out of that is when they leave the training course, we know everything about them physically. So we know their modifications. We know mm-hmm. what they need to do. We can translate that then into a group message. Mm-hmm. And say, hey, notes. We, you have so-and-so coming. They're going to be at 5.30 a.m. Tomorrow's the first day here's some modifications that they need. Mm -hmm. But we also reinforce that to them and say, hey, when you come in, when you have overhead squat, you're going to be into a 20 inch box. Okay. That's where we're going to be. But we let the trainers know so they can already have that kind of Mm doubt.
1: So Jenna, like going, looking back on your CrossFit career, like, like I know me personally, I would have loved to have had something like that. Like you as an athlete, you know, and not a coach or an owner, like, what, what is your feeling about the value or do you feel it is a value to have on-ramp courses?
2: Yeah, I mean, definitely. I think that I would have been farther along had I had that and I see it now with other people, like just knowing the basics I learned and that or I watched and learned. I didn't like have hands on mm-hmm. anything. I didn't have the basics down. I remember the first time I did a snatch with a barbell and I like... F- I mean, I didn't know what I was doing and I like flew backwards <laughs> and I had like instant tears in my eyes because I just like was scared. Yeah. It's scary if you'd never done it.
0: And embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. it's just
2: like, you feel like you're lost and kind of, I don't know. But yeah, I definitely, there's a value and a benefit of it.
0: Well, it's crazy because if you look at some, she can verify this, is like people in their second and third year at CrossFit were further along than what I was at year five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, so I would look at well fi- that
1: law of primacy. The way you learn initially is the way you learn the best, and if you have a broader foundation, and yeah. a more skill based on ramp, yeah, your cross the the trajectory of your crossfit career much higher, much higher. Yeah, you had that hockey stick growth versus you know looks like, looking like a EKG.
2: <laughs> and I mean, some people <laughs> learn faster anyways, or they're Athletic. they gain like strength. Yeah, like uh-huh. if they've been to a global gym or worked out in a weightlifting room doing sports in high school or whatever. I mean, I know it's not the same, but they're building strength already that they already ha- have, and I never had that. Well,
0: she, she's, she was an athlete, too, playing soccer. Now, and she was
1: able Wait, to— was she an athlete, or did she play soccer? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, no. Wow. No, <laughs> well, I'm too tired to fire back. Dang, dude. I don't even think you could fire back on that one. That was— Mo, ever since he got her military, he's been bashing with Jenna. He's a little fiery. He is, man. I love it. I'll i time, man.
1: I have to poke at her like a little yeah,
0: sister poke, every once poke, in a while. poke, poke, yeah. poke, yeah. Trust me, when you, when you don't want to be poked, she'll be there poking <laughs> you. Oh well. But she was, uh, she was, she was a soccer player.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and, um, mm-hmm. she, uh, she had athletic experience. So, she was able to mimic, right? So, if we are, if we've been through athletics, we can like kind of look and we can replicate things. Mm-hmm. like. Um, so imagine someone that comes into CrossFit with no training mm-hmm. that has never done a sport with no athletic IQ, and with yeah. no athletic background with as far as balance, speed, agility, all that things, um, with, um, uh, and eye coordination,
1: mm-hmm. they're For not, they can't, they, can't, there, they yeah. can't
0: mimic anything.
1: You, you so can't, you can't walk somebody through that. Yeah. No,
0: they're literally, they're stagnant in mm-hmm. my opinion, where Jenna had small growth Okay, a little bit of what she could mimic. Mm-hmm. They're literally stagnant, and mm-hmm. they're they're in a, a pool of like they're never getting out of it. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I've
2: always been like a visual learner, anyway. So if I didn't have that, it would suck. But yeah,
1: and it's, like, and, and part of my issue is that like I've I've talked to you guys before, like volleyball, football, basketball, baseball, um, some uh, combat sports stuff, but. I've never been upside down in anything I've ever done. So, and not having to be aware of my body in space. Mm -hmm. Uh, so like the gymnastics thing, it's like a brick wall. Like it doesn't like it's when I have those breakthrough moments, they're like significant because I don't know when they say like pop your hips and all that stuff. Like, well, I've never had to do that in any sport. So that's always been my barrier. Cause like, even though you have some athletic IQ, if you don't have certain uh, experience or skill sets with some of the, because with CrossFit, you know, unknown and unknowable, you know, gymnastics, running, Olympic lifting, power, all that stuff that, it, you know, if you don't have experience with that, it's kind of hard to break that barrier. Right. It's a bit of a challenge. But one thing Jenna said just a second ago, um, that How's I think it, is good? A, it was good. um, but I, I won't give you credit for it. We've at um, that now. <laughs> but one thing I, I think she said that is key that I think is a benefit to these on-ramp courses is she said, use the word feel like how the athlete feels yeah. and having them in that small group setting and you give them that feeling of comfort and you celebrate their successes while you're doing those small group trainings. I feel that's a greater benefit to the growth of that athlete, especially when they have no athletic IQ, when you put them in that setting, when there's 20 other people in there, they're less intimidated because they've had some small amount of success versus just peeling someone off uh, from the office after they fill out their waiver and everything and throwing them on the floor.
0: Yeah, you're like a fish out of water. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you the bigger success that they get from it is seeing that the couple people in their group also are messing up. Yeah. (laughs) That's the biggest thing. Because if you come into a class, right, and everybody's moving really well, Mm. And
1: you, and you look at your wingman and they're, and they're equally hosed up. <laughs> You're like, okay, we're both screwing this up.
0: <laughs> well, I'm saying that, you know, if let's say they're, they're trying out the gym and they're like, they're in here, and everybody's moving well. And they don't even know what the hell a snatch is. Uh-huh. And, you know, girls are dropping barbells that's shaking the floor and <laughs> and things like that. And um, really fighting for some lifts. Uh-huh. And when you see that, and they're not really messed, to, in their eyes, they're not messing up where I'm, I'm picking their shit apart. Mm-hmm. In their eyes, though, they're like, dang, that was sweet. Yeah. Or like, man, why can't I do that? Yeah. Or, but they feel now when they do something, it's completely wrong. In a training course, if if me and you are going through it, okay, and I'm going, I'm doing, uh, I'm doing air squats and you see, even my air squat, we talk about a lot of things like, you know, toes, heels, mm-hmm. where the weight's supposed to be, not shooting the knees forward first, you know, hip hinge, then knees. If you see Someone else struggling with that, and then you go up, and you kind of struggle with it. You don't feel bad about it because you're like, okay, I'm someone not, else is struggling. I'm not alone.
1: Yeah, I'm well, not the only one screwing this. And up. that's
0: how actually day one we kind of talk about this is like, look, there's gonna be some things that you struggle with, and some things that they struggle with, and you're gonna see that you're better at things that they're not. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's that's normal. That's just kind of where you're at. Mm-hmm. But you're both gonna struggle with a lot of things, and. I think that kind of breaks the ice of, Hey, you don't have to be perfect in here, Mm -hmm. but we're going to get you moving efficiently and properly Mm -hmm. and use really and teach you proper technique so you can apply it in class.
1: So as you're going through these courses, and this is obviously something we talk about um, whenever we're sharing like kind of our experiences with people, some red flags uh, to be mindful of. Like, I think one, like you said earlier, if you're, if your trainer like not engaged, if they're on their phone, checking their social media or you know, not even engaged and just kind of walking you through and not giving you any, quote, coaching.
0: Okay, today we are <laughs> going to go over the squad. Yeah. I can't wait. You guys are doing great.
1: You are killing it.
0: Okay, great job, <laughs> Bill. My name's Brad. Great job, God, Brad. <laughs> you know, it's like. Yeah. Yeah, th- that's bad. Ref likes me. Uh, First and foremost, there's a financial cost to this. Um, I think that before you even, if you're looking at starting CrossFit, I think the big thing is ask if they offer a course. Uh, On-ramp. Yeah. Yeah, Or a trainer course. You'd be surprised. And then next question should be, if they do, what's that include? What's the process of this? Mm -hmm. Okay. If they can't fire back, like boom, 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 Mm -hmm.
1: boom. Not foundational movements or whatever. There there should be something, a, a route, line, of yes. conversation that should come from your coach or owner or whatever when you ask that question because these are these are foundational things these are things that should be offered.
0: Right. And I don't, I don't think it has to be scripted but they should definitely
1: have some They should not be struggling. That's yes, for sure. Yes,
0: absolutely. After they go through that, be like, "Okay, so what's my next step in this? What do I do? How long are your classes?" and really start, "Don't be afraid to ask questions. We've talked about this. There's so many more options out there." With CrossFit now, mm-hmm. you can control where you go, mm-hmm. most of you. There's some that will struggle with yeah. this still because you're surrounded by Geogra- bad- geography, yeah. geography, but also bad gyms. Ask the questions, okay? If you guys are interested and you're listening to this, don't, if you don't know to ask, give us a message. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get you squared away. Yeah. And um, we'll make sure you get the, the best gym. But ask the questions. If it sounds kind of weird, because if you are starting, you really don't know this or that, but they should, you should be able to ask questions. They should be able to apply an answer and it should sort of sound like it makes a sense, mm-hmm. like the direction. And then you can go along with it. But if they're struggling, um, if they're, I mean, price to me personally is something you just have to be kind of wary of. Um, especially if they're charging, you know, 250 bucks and you're asking questions, they really can't give you straight answers. That's a huge investment. Like Mm -hmm. a lot of people are two fifty plus your first membership on top.
3: Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So now you're talking about four hundred plus dollars. You're right off the rip. Right off the rip, and you're like these people can't even answer my question. And you still
1: got to buy shoes,
0: wrist wraps, got to have
1: them, (laughs) headbands, yeah, protein, thousand dollars
0: in, (laughs) just to hate CrossFit. So yeah, I think that's my biggest red flag is asking questions if they can't give you specific answers.
1: and I'd argue that most of you out there, if you have a friend or family member that's interested in yeah. CrossFit, you're intelligent enough to be able to give Help them, them. You know, some information at least to point them in the right direction.
0: Yeah. Uh, I guess another one to me would be if you ask them how long their training course are and they say it's one day or two days, don't even mess with it, man. I, I personally, I don't care. There's no way I can get enough information into someone's head even if, they, if I have them for four hours, their attention span is going to be gone. They're not going to retain anything. It's going to be a, a, a freaking uh, like a fire hose down the mouth full mm-hmm. of stuff that you can't, even, you can't even really digest. It's going to be too much information, obviously. But if they're saying it's one or two days and they're each four hours or it's one or two days and they're each an hour, there is no possible way, I promise you. They're not going to get you what you need it's it's in, it's impossible,
1: but what you have to keep in mind when you're thinking about this is there's going to be an instructional part and a performance part absolutely, and those tap into two separate should, parts no, of your should be p- okay, should be some people just do instruction yeah. or some people may just do
0: performance. I was just performance I ran a crossfit baseline one time mm-hmm. for the the workouts given
1: and me with me being you know with the history and academics with the military, like those two things use completely different parts of your brain absolutely so for someone to give you one of those things and not the other, it does not paint a full picture. Hell, no, it doesn't. And it's not going to help you as well as a organization that is going to offer you that twofold approach. I'll tell you
0: straight up, man. I talk to people who come in here, they drop in or they come from another gym, and uh, we'll all ask them what their backgrounds like. You know, what was your training course like? And be like, ah, I went in for one day, and yeah. yeah, went in for one day, did a couple of movements, did a workout, and then that was it. Or I went in for two days, and we, each day was three hours long, mm-hmm. and I really don't remember what the hell we did. And yeah. that's, that's the point of the
1: yeah.
3: fire hose. Yeah, and,
1: and going back to my previous point, um, you getting that much information in one day is not going to be appropriate. For anyone who is new to this, because that's just way too much—you, you, way, way too many neurons firing off simultaneously in different directions. You know, they—they they, can't—you you shouldn't be trained in the nine foundational movements in one one complete day. You know, it There's in my no, in, in my opinion in an hour. Yeah, in, even... yeah in, in my opinion, um, it should be multiple days and, and in manageable chunks. Yeah, two hours or less because um, even like when you go to the L1, when they teach you the nine foundational mm-hmm. movements, they break it up into groups, like about hour and a half segments for each of the three, because I think they teach you three moves, movements at a time. And it's about an hour and a mm-hmm. half. The first part, you know, it's a group setting and they'll spend about maybe 30 minutes talking about the movements and then they break you up into groups and then you go work on them for about another 45 minutes because the actual demonstration performance piece is more critical than the classroom piece. Mm-hmm because a lot of times, and like, and I just mentioned before, you know, I, I'm not, I I don't get verbal cues don't work for me when, especially when it comes to things like gymnastics, because I don't understand when you say, you know, do this with your hips or, you know, arch your back or flare, you know, proud, you know, there's certain things that just don't translate to me because again, football, volleyball, basketball, baseball, it's like, you know, you know, drive into the, to the, you know, when you tackle them. You know drive into them okay i understand what that means because i get low I, I put my face in their chest and i you know i pummel them into the ground volleyball same thing keep the ball in front of you you know eye level you know bring raise your elbow high follow all the way through like that i get but when you say like you know kipping you know kip what the fuck i don't know what kipping means I, i've never heard that word before in my life you know so they they shouldn't take for granted what your fitness iq is they should be able to take what your knowledge base is and help translate that into something that works for you. Because like we've said before, the best cue out there is the one that works.
0: Right. And yeah, I it, think that's something you could kind of point on. Like you say, you know, this cue to, I don't do well with verbal cues. Mm-hmm. Maybe you weren't given the right, the verbal. right cue. Yeah, yeah. Because that's, that happens every time I can give Jenna a verbal cue clicks, give you the exact same one. You're like, oh, uh, you can't translate yeah. it. So yeah. I got to keep firing. I got to keep firing. Mm-hmm. Don't give up. Like be relentless. Like a, I guess I did get two things for level two. Uh, be relentless. With one with you. nugget and then be relentless. I yeah. think the relentless is something I really did. Not that I didn't do it, but it was something I was able to push back into our first uh, trainer meeting when we got back because we really covered that whole piece. But
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, the, I don't know. It can be frustrating to get people in here that I, they feel, when I get people in here has been through them and then they come through, literally, why was I never taught this? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it sucks. So mm-hmm. if you can try to save your people that you know is going through yeah. a pitfall, please help them out. And-
1: <laughs> because like you said, you saw, you've seen people at your level at five years in a two-year period because they had a strong foundation. They had a wider base. Yeah, and the tap on the,
0: the knowledge thing. If I run a, um, a clinic here or anywhere, I've ran a couple and I have people who are, Vastly experienced in CrossFit. So if I do an athlete camp that is designed for competitive athletes that have a huge IQ on every aspect of CrossFit, every level, I still have to keep that under four hours for
1: them, mm-hmm. that
0: class. If I don't keep that, if I, if I hit a four-hour mark, I lose them mm-hmm. because it's just too much information. Well, but, and, that,
1: and you're probably having them do drills and things, and they're probably getting tired
0: on top well, of yeah, it. Well, yeah. I mean, let's say, let's take the physical side of it. That... Yeah, they do work out. It sucks. They recover. We're back to the next section, okay? Mm-hmm. And that's fine. It's, it's more of like, if they're really going to digest, and I want them to digest my information, I can still overload the most elite of the elite. Mm-hmm. No problem. It, it's, it's a very fine line. Like, I want to make this, I want to give them enough, okay?
1: But you can't give them too much. I, if, I
0: give, if I literally step over this line, everything I say past that line is gone. And-
1: yeah, yeah <laughs> it's, it's just like, a flat line.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's definitely gone. Uh,
1: questions you should ask? Oh, I think we're kind of, kind of covered, hit them yeah. all. Like, you know, how much? How long? No, oh, I thought you were raising your hand.
0: Yeah, Jen has to raise
1: her Jen, hand before Jen, she talks yeah. anymore.
3: <laughs> yes, little Jenna.
1: Um. Yeah, I think just in a nutshell, I, I don't think there's a, there's nothing wrong. With a with an on ramp or, or athlete trainer's course, I definitely think anyone can benefit from taking one, um, because I I kind of look at it you know from the aspect of a driver's license, you know in order to learn to, to get your driver's license there's a certain amount of indoctrination you have to go through, uh, you know you learn the laws you learn you know how vehicles work and all that good stuff same thing with CrossFit, I. Don't advocate anyone go into this blindly because all you're going to do is one, frustrate yourself, two, frustrate the coaches, three, frustrate the other people in your class. Yeah. And you're probably going to limit your growth, you, your rate of growth.
0: Dude, I'm going to tell you something. It just kind of popped in my head here a little bit. It's crazy how shit works. But, <laughs> um, you know, Jenna, she's kind of commented she had her first squat training course the other day, mm-hmm. right? Did you learn anything from it?
2: Yeah, I mean.
0: I mean, we're talking about the most basic thing, a, a freaking air squat. More yeah. like
2: positioning. I mean, it was like, I obviously know how to do an air squat. It was just more tailored for me because I have hip issues and I've had to change my squat stance 85,000 times.
0: Okay, so she's been doing CrossFit for seven and a half years. Really good athlete. Still got something out of the most basic element of mm-hmm. CrossFit. And it's like, it started getting my head spinning like, you know. Maybe it's a direction we could even try here, like, for a week. You know, run through a basic thing where even retouch on them as a class. I don't even think that's... It's something, like, maybe not that outlandish. I think it might be okay to do, if you spend 10 minutes on something so basic, to try to touch on something small. I don't want to do that shit every day. No. not Because she didn't... Honestly, she didn't need it. It was more of, like, a Mm one-on-one trying to help her out. But it's funny that someone that has been doing that has a great squat can still learn something Mm -hmm. from it, which is kind of cool. And it just makes you wonder as a coach if I've ever missed something. Because if I if we have a squat going on, I'm watching her, good. I'm on to the next. Mm -hmm. Her third rep could have been screwed up and I'm on to the next person. Mm -hmm. Right. So maybe I missed something. And if those all add up, maybe I screwed up as a coach somewhere to where I could touch on some people. I don't know. Just me thinking out loud really. But
1: and but to to your point though Again, coming from academics, I've never not lost sight of the value of reviewing the basic when it came to all my students. You know, I'd be three or four months into a course and I would take some time to reach back into something that they learned like the first couple of weeks just for that recall purpose and to remind them that, you know, practical application of this will impact, you know, this part of your training okay, cool. I never even thought about that. I never did the correlation. And then, you know, even someone who's been doing CrossFit for a decade, you know, when's, if you've been, if you've been doing CrossFit for 10 years, like when's the last time you actually really sat down and focused and broke down your squat? Um, (laughs) You know, I'm busy working on that muscle up or busy worrying, you know, working on trying to string muscle ups or get, you know, 50 double unders in a row or whatever. I'm, I'm worried, more focused on those high skill things. I'm not worried about you know, my foot position on my squat. Am I sending my hips back first? You know, versus like, well, how many can I get in this round, in this minute so I can, you know, try and break my, uh, my PR for Cindy? Yeah. You know, you start, working, you start worrying about feet, uh, speed and maybe sacrifice mechanics and uh, fundamental principles, so.
0: I, I, I try my best personally, and this is going to sound like kind of a douchebag, I guess, but I try to really, if I'm teaching something, it's because I've tried it and I've found that I've tried all this other way, I know it works for me really well. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of the conversation is if I can't move well, okay. And I'm not, we talked, Bill Bill Belichick can't throw a football, Mm -hmm. but I think that maybe if he did have a a background in football as a, uh, as a quarterback, as a quarterback and also has the knowledge that he has as a coach, Mm -hmm. he's even going to be a a greater asset. So Mm -hmm. I'm trying to, I try my best. Now what works for me doesn't work for Jenna, Mm -hmm. but I'm gonna be in the same ballpark. So it helps me eliminate a lot of noise. Noise yeah. where I can like, okay, it's not working for her. Let's try this. And then I take that nugget. Now I can say You can apply I got, it I, to the I, next person. I, next person I see is kind of similar. That is you're rugged, like, oh boom. Yeah. Just like Jenna. Mm-hmm. And I'll use that comparison. Hey, you know, Jenna struggles with the same thing. This is this is what worked for her when she tried this. Why don't you go ahead and try that and try oh Boom, or no, nope, doesn't work. We're moving on to the next thing. So yeah, I think that you know, it works for me. I think it, it's, it's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, fundamentals, uh, I, I think they're critical. Um, I think if you have any friends or family members that are considering uh, adopting this uh, fitness lifestyle, one, uh, be honest with them about how much money it costs. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> because it's not just your memberships. It's everything else that we always joke about. Belt, socks, food, protein, all that good stuff. But but know.
0: I want to touch on the basics real quick before we stop. Like kind of ties into the last episode. We talked about the CrossFit pyramid, right? Mm-hmm. And we talked about the basics. If you study the basics, okay, and you hammer those and you have a, a test because you're talking about academics, mm-hmm. you're going to have, okay, if, if the basics is in a test, okay, but there's other components, the basics are going to, make up a majority of that test. Mm-hmm. You're higher, you have a higher success rate. Higher probability of success, success the stronger
1: rate. that foundation right. is.
0: So maybe you don't know some of the outliers as well, mm-hmm. but you know your basics. So you're already at a 70% on mm-hmm. your score because you've covered the basics and you've got those hammered. And I think if you look at the, <laughs> if you look at the CrossFit pyramid mm-hmm. at the games, if, if what Hepner said it, is studying that very bottom part, yeah. if you had that and you're really good at that, it, your, your probability of success of the next you know, know, the next wad then the next wad mm-hmm. and then the next wad and maybe you're not as strong like Haley adams right she mm-hmm. couldn't do a cut three of the girls but their fitness got them to that point to where to they, that
1: top 10 yeah. to that
0: top 10 now i still disagree You might not with. have been in the
1: top five yeah i still yeah. i still disagree I, with a, it as do i because yeah. there was no heavy bar bill but if yeah. we
0: if you focus on just that
1: basic aspect it's going to propel you. The probability of success increases exponentially. Dra-
0: dramatically, man. And it, it was proven there. I think it's proven that, you know, if you hammer the small stuff, it equates to a lot bigger thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Closing shots, Jenna. Yeah. Anything?
1: How about, yeah. How about you add something to this show? Yeah, I mean, you haven't said shit.
2: <laughs> I talked way more on this one than the last one. I couldn't get a word in. Did you even hear her saying that? I don't
0: know. Ugh. Is her oh mic gosh. on? You guys are annoying. <laughs> She talking <laughs> she looks like those old uh, kung fu movies I used to watch at 2 a.m
1: <laughs> black belt theater
0: yeah oh my god yeah so they're talking and their mouths and the, are just the, yeah. The, yeah it's out of sync
1: it's exactly yeah. what it looks like never watch that
2: either anyways yep hope you guys have a great day
1: yeah
2: have great a great night, day guys yeah, yeah
1: it's been night it's midnight. we're out Yep. yeah we're out of here yeah Peace. we're past our curfew uh yeah later guys
2: bye, bye. Wow.
1: thank you for listening to the one more rep podcast you can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at one More rep Podcast, or on Twitter at Can I Get One More, or shoot us an email at Can I Get One More at gmail.com. Waiting on Jenna, waiting on Jenna,
0: waiting on Jenna.
1: My name's Jenna Fisher, and I don't eat meat because I'm a veterinarian. <laughs> <laughs> I, I won't do a lot for a Klondike bar, but I'll do some shady shit for a bottle of whiskey. That'd be Jenna for three grand.